Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rambling Runoff. I am your host, Robert Rios. Yes, 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 yes. Coming back to you with all the hot sports news y'all got to hear. And yeah, we got a jam-packed show for you today. We're going to be kind of refreshing last week's episode, but a little backwards with a bunch of new stuff. I would say a, a little bit more organized. And yeah, um... Hope you guys are ready. We've been going with the MLS, some NBA, talking some NFL, like some interesting NFL news. And of course, in the rundown, we got a bunch of stuff to uh, unpack, so stick around for that at the end. And of course, as most of the time, I am with somebody, and that somebody has come back once again to be on this programming. So, unless you are driving, please give a round of applause, and in person once again. To Mr. Danny Tan. Danny, say what's up. What up, everybody? Thanks for having me back, Robert. No, yeah, of course, dude. I mean, I think last week was okay. I mean, we're still improving on our production here. But uh, how have you been, man? It's been a week now, almost. Yeah, I've been pretty good. I mean, nothing much to report. Uh, Just working. Uh, I wasn't able to hit out to the golf course or to the driving range this past weekend it was raining but um it's been pretty good what about you robert i mean i've been all right um yeah the the rain's kind of been sucking so i mean it's whatever you just kind of gotta fight through it i guess but uh yeah um i don't know i haven't been doing much (laughs) same man same thing over here i mean it's all good in the hood i mean i've just been going to work so i mean it's all right but have you haven't done anything interesting the past week? In the past week, I have not. Um, no. Yeah, not much to report. No, no sir. Yeah, put in the comments if you did something interesting this past week. Let's catch up with y'all. No, yeah. Um, oh my, kicked my table. <laughs> but um. But yeah, um, I don't know. I'm blanking out. I don't know. I haven't done nothing interesting. I feel I feel ashamed. It is what it is, man. If we did something interesting every week, we'd all be broke. Are you, you know? sure? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I should be doing something. Why make me? Why are you making sometimes. me feel? Was it ex- existential? Is that is that the existential crisis? Yeah. You in the existential crisis? Yeah, like right Quarter now. Quarter life crisis? Like right now. Come on, man. Damn. Nah, I just can't. <laughs> you, you eat something before this? You eat something a little funny before this? What's going on? I had, like, leftover pizza. Ooh. What was in the pizza? Well, it was, like, pineapple and, like, jalapenos, but I took that shit off. Damn. You took all the toppings off? Yeah, and I just left the pepperoni. Oh. Okay. Alright. What is that? Is that another thing? My man hates Hawaii. The pineapple I don't thing. hate Hawaii show. I took like. the jalapenos off. What does that mean? So hey, Mexico. Shut up, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we got a, a a good show to unpack today. But um, I mean, like I said, we kind of doing things in reverse, but uh, it should be good still. I don't know. How do you feel about today's show, Danny? Yeah, um, I feel like we got we got a lot to cover as always. Um, we'll do our best to cover it all. Um, but like Robert said, MLS, NBA, NFL. Half of the things in the rundown and the warm-up. 
Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's uh, sorry, I'm trying to do like twenty different things. Um, it says that my mic is not connected properly. I'm trying to fix that, but I think I got it now. It's recording. We're good. We're good. We're good. But uh, yeah, let's start getting. Let's start rambling. How how you betcha? Is that what they say? Is that a saying? I don't know. I feel like they just came off the dome. It did kind of. I think it's a Canadian thing. I don't know why. When a Canadian just came out of nowhere. Oh come on, man. Again. Yeah, there's no Canadian bacon on that pizza, right? Oh, dude, bacon's really good. Come on, Canadian bacon? It's just ham. I've never had Canadian bacon. It's just ham. It's good. Yeah, I mean, it, it literally is a a less salty ham. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe next time I'll try it on my pizza. I mean, I'm a meat lover's person. Go ahead and try it, man. <laughs> All right. How about try we start getting into the, the sports rambling? How about that? Okay, let's get into it. All right. So first up on this week's programming for Rambling Runoff, as I mentioned, doing a little backwards from last week. So we got the MLS first, which I'm going to go into the, the score lines, and we'll kind of give some detail on what happened there. First up, we had the reigning champs playing at home for the first time this season. LAFC going up against the Portland Timbers, in which they were victorious. 3-2, to two, in which the team were able to get their rings. They had Gareth Bale out there. They had uh, Will Ferrell. They had, um, man, I'm forgetting the guy's name. It was the goalie that broke his leg in the final. He was out there. Uh, we had three. the three goals from LAFC came up from three different people. We had a Cialini, which apparently was his first goal in the 24th minute. Uh, Carlos Vela was able to get a penalty kick. Then Apoku in the 52nd. So they were up 3-0 throughout most of the game. And then like with about 20-30 minutes left in the game, Portland kind of gave a a late comeback in the 62nd minute. Evander scored. And then Paredes scored in the 84th. You almost would have thought that LAFC was going to squander this game. But they didn't. They were able to uh, close it out winning 3-2. Uh, up next, we had uh, Atlanta United, Toronto FC, ended nil one one. Excuse me. Um, Bern- Bernadeschi opened up the scoring to give Toronto the lead, and then uh, how do you say his first name? Rosetto. Rosetto scores in the sixtieth to give him a tie. Then going down the line, we had a uh, DC United losing two zero to the Columbus Crew. Uh, both goals came from Zelarayan. Who's kind of on a hot streak right now, so watch out for him. Uh, Inter Miami won 2 0 against Philadelphia, in which Miami's looking pretty good right now, so you gotta watch out for them. You had Philly, who arguably is probably my pick to win it this year, go toe to toe and they goose egg them, so good on them. Um, there was a, a sick goal by, uh, I forget his first name, but he goes by Taylor in the 70s, Danny. So basically, they passed him the ball. He bounced off his chest. He didn't even let the ball hit the ground. Bounced it off his chest. Came down. One timed it for a goal. Well, what was this off of? Off a corner kick? Nah, they they just it was a pass. It was kind of like a lob. Bounced off his chest, and then you rolled in the goal. No, he kicked the shit out of it. Like one oh, timed oh. it. Oh, back, I see, I see, I see. Back top corner. Oh wow. Yeah, dude. Like some FIFA shit. Yeah, dude, it was pretty cool. That's awesome. So if you guys have time, go look at the Inter-Miami highlights. Um, New England was also victorious over a 
poor starting out Houston team. Uh, New England won 3-0. We had goals by Barrero, Bobby Wood, and Brandon Bai, who arguably will be sold sometime this summer, most likely. He's so good, and he's so young. Um, But I I, I wouldn't expect New England to be making any type of offensive moves this year. I mean, in regards to them playing good, because they played Houston, who's just dumpster fire already. Uh, we had some nil-nil games. We got uh, New York, Red Bulls, and Nashville. Nashville has not a lot of gold yet this season, so that was only positive from the game. Uh, we also had uh, Orlando and FC Cincinnati goose-egging. I mean, Orlando's the defending U.S. Open Cup champs. Uh, I expected them to do a little bit better, but it's whatever. Uh, Austin FC bounced back. They won 1-0 over CF Montreal. Maxi Ruti got the lone goal in the 88th minute. Uh, Chicago Fire tied New York City 1-1. We had goals by Herbers, Herb- Ebers, I think, and um, Perea from New York City. Then down in Dallas, we had FC Dallas beating the LA Galaxy 3-1. Goals by Velasco in the 40. 40- Right before halftime, Ferreira had two fifty-six and the sixty-fourth, but the scoring did start with the Galaxy with Dejan Jovalis getting the goal in the thirty-fifth minute. Um, St. Louis City SC Charlotte FC ended with the home team, the new team in in town, City, winning three to one. Uh, I would Danny they had another uh, gimme goal. Remember last week I was telling you the the fender passed it back to the striker. Oh so yeah, very. Oddly similar goal. However, they kind of had to work a little bit harder. The defender passed it back. Or he like passed it back to his guy. But like his guy missed it. And then the striker got a hold of it. And the goalie was in front of him. But this time he was able to chip it over the keeper. Ooh, okay. Man, that was pretty sick. So a little bit of pizzazz this time. Yeah. Awesome. But um, good on City for getting that opening weekend win at home. Uh, we had goal. Well, first off, they they were winning by an own goal, to a Loma. Then uh, I see this was Lowen Lowen with the PK. Joao Klaus, uh, was the guy that got the chip in the seventy first. But uh, for Charlotte, I believe they had a Copetti. He was the one that started the scoring for Charlotte, I believe. Uh, another no no game. We had the Colorado Rapids and Sporting Kansas City. I was doing some research. I went onto the MLS website. To see any info on this game and according to the guy that wrote the article he said this was a cross-country practice with a ball <laughs> so a lot of running was nonsensical kicking of a ball i guess you could say man that is hilarious no yeah it is what it is and then up in san jose uh the quakes were able to go up go up and win two to one uh, defeating the Vancouver Whitecaps, who went out up early. Um, the first one came, first goal came in the 17th minute by uh, Schoop. I don't know how you think you say that. Schoop. Schwaf. Schwaf. No, that's um, definitely wrong. <laughs> um, then Abobasi was able to score once again for the Quakes. And then Akapo, I think that's how you say his name, he was able to get the, get the second goal for the Quakes. Um, then I think the last game, yeah, was the Seattle game in which they goose egged uh, Real Salt Lake 2 0. 
Uh, you had goals by Jordan Morris, who is looking like the old version of himself. And in the new face, A Bear, who is uh, playing good. I think people are going to like him out in Seattle. But um, arguably, arguably, you can say that Seattle is back in town because they had a really bad time last season. For the first time, they didn't make the playoffs last year in the MLS. So good on them. Hopefully, you can keep this hot streak going. But uh, yeah, that was your your score lines for this week in the MLS. Danny, were you able to watch any soccer this weekend? No, I absolutely was not able to watch any soccer this weekend. Why not? Um, you know, I hardly had a chance to watch NBA this weekend. Um, you know, did a lot of errands. Um, did some stuff with my girlfriend's family and whatnot. So uh, I barely had time for anything this weekend, really. Um, it sounds like you were just being lazy. I mean, it's true. You couldn't check your phone or like the highlights or something? No. Nope. Could not be bothered. How dare you? You know, I was still thinking about that uh that soccer blooper highlight reel idea. Um or a name for it. Did you do you do you end up thinking about that, Robert? I did a little bit. Did you come up with a name? I have not unfortunately. Man, I st- I still st- I was doing other things, you know, posting this in like Updating and promoting this podcast. What were you doing? I was thinking of a name. You ready for it? All right, go for it. Wet flops. Why wet flops? It's like wet socks, but it's wet flops. Okay, never mind. I'll take it back. You never heard it from me. Well, everyone just heard it from you. We're keeping this in. All right, well, everyone else... Let me know what you think about that in the comments. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, we're still working on our blooper reel apparently. But I think it was a good weekend of MLS soccer. Um, like I said, I think Miami is looking pretty good. Seattle looks kind of scary. Let me see. Let me get the the list of teams again that I got on here. Um, I don't think y'all gotta be worried about St. Louis. I think it's just because they they're facing competition that just isn't ready yet. And, Come on, you got those first two goals that they've had are just lucky goals, honestly. Um, look up for Atlanta. I think Atlanta's going to be trying to get back into that hot seat and get some wins under their belts. LAFC is looking fresh. Um, watch out for Nashville. I think Nashville is going to try to finally get over the hump and get get into the playoffs like in a dominant fashion. Um. I don't know, Danny, out of all the teams that I've mentioned here, who do you think looks good? That's a great question now. I wish I knew. Well, just pick a city or a team, bro. Something no, I used to have a little soccer ball. You know, one of those little tiny, like, target balls. It was Columbus Crew, so I'm going to pick that. Columbus Crew. Goose Egg, D.C. United. Oh, okay, there you go. Finally, Danny said something soccer-related in this 12 minutes or so that we've been talking <laughs> how dare you but yeah um i'm looking forward to this upcoming week of games um we there are a good amount of games coming up um i think it's another full slate of, of games on saturday i think there, there's one game on sunday yeah there is one game on sunday so coming up we got kansas city against 
LA Galaxy, Charlotte, and Atlanta. That's gonna be a good. That should be a good local game. Uh, Vancouver and Dallas, DC and Orlando, Cincinnati going up against Seattle. Let's see if Seattle is for real. New York versus Miami. It should be a good uh, North versus South competition. Philly against Chicago, Toronto against Columbus, Minnesota against the New York Red Bulls, Nashville against Montreal. Uh, we got a uh, Salt Lake and Austin. Portland against St. Louis this is where we'll see if St. Louis is for real or not. And then we got San Jose against Colorado. And then to clean it up all on Sunday, it's the revolution going up against LAFC. Danny, which uh, which game do you think sounds good to you in, in that lineup? I'm not a huge soccer fan, but I'll take the LAFC game. Why? Why? I mean, they're the hometown team. I know you're a Galaxy guy, but um, the FC games just seem more fun. Okay, good enough response. Um, I think for me, it's gonna have to be that Philly Chicago game. Uh, Chicago finally got to play their lot their first game this past week, which they looked. Uh, Chicago have the as they ever been. Then uh, Philly, who they had a good opening game, just struggled uh, this past weekend, and I know they're also playing Concacaf. And uh, they might be a little bit tired, but I think they had a bunch of uh, young younglings out there this past week. So let's see what, uh, who they put out this next weekend, and uh, hope for the best. Uh, the Seattle Cincinnati game sounds interesting because they both play in uh, different conferences. Um, like I said, if Seattle is for real this time and they want to get back into competing, they're gonna have to beat and show that they could destroy everybody. So if they could dismantle Cincinnati, I think it'd be a good showing. And then that Charlotte Atlanta game. I mean, it's Atlanta's down in Georgia, and then Charlotte's on one of the Carolinas. Um, like I said, it should be a good kind of semi-local derby. And then I don't know New York City and Miami. Just looking at both the logos next to each other, that that game looks sexy. So I mean, say what you will. I don't know. But yeah, do you have anything to add upon uh, the MLS, Danny? No, I will be watching a couple games here and there. They're on Apple Plus. There's a few games that are free. Okay, when, I will. When I find out what games are free, I'll let you know. If not, I'll just send you like, hey, look at these highlights, and that would be your homework. And I'll do my homework on time. You better. Turn in and early if possible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, those were the games, but uh, overall with... Uh, with the MLS, uh, some some news. Uh, apparently, uh, Don Garber, the commissioner of the league, was being asked some questions, and he neither confirmed nor denied that Apple has an opt-out clause uh, in regards to if they will be showing the MLS games for the next 10 seasons. So what I mean by that is, let's say they don't meet a certain number of subscribers or additions to uh, Apple TV or the MLS subscription package they may pull out of the deal uh, that does sound kind of weird because wouldn't you think by them signing this contract it'd be a surefire thing like I wouldn't be surprised if down the line um, Apple starts cutting things uh, who knows I mean you've seen it with other local broadcast places where they have like backstage like content and then one year it just disappears because well 
no one's watching it. No one cares. The team might suck. So they just stop showing stuff like that. So let's just hope that doesn't happen. But basically, if that were to happen, Apple would just pull out and be like, all right, we're not showing no more MLS package. Even though we have like four more years on our contract. I don't know, Danny. How does that sound to you if Apple were to do that for the MLS? I mean, it's good and bad. Um, I mean, it's the same as you know, any of those sports apps and whatnot, you know, NBA, NFL. It's bad that the MLS had to partner with Apple and then make it exclusive. I mean, it, but it's also good if you like the Apple stuff and you get kind of a two-for-one. But it's horrible if they they have an opt-out deal. All of a sudden, you know, the MLS doesn't have the infrastructure to broadcast their own stuff. They have to maybe like bounce back to like ESPN or another one of those broadcast uh, companies and whatnot. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but another like, I think a good reason why MLS would go to Apple would because no blackouts. So you could be like in the UK watching your favorite club from wherever at whatever time and you could rewatch the game or just watch the highlights. But those blackouts are also imaginary. Like ESPN puts them in or like whatever, they put them in for any arbitrary reason that they want to. You know, like it, if the MLS was able to do it on their own, they could also have no blackouts on their own and then charge less or more depending on, you know, whatever content they put on there. Um, you know, they can do whatever they want. Nah, because there was blackouts on ESPN Plus, which was really annoying. Like, I went to Florida once, and I was like, oh, let me watch a game. And then I was like, oh, wait, there's blackouts. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. And well, there is a way. Yeah, but that's on ESPN, right, I guess. No, well, if, that's why it was Apple. There are no blackouts. Yeah. But if MLS is doing their own thing, you know, with their apps and whatnot, then they can say if there's a blackout or not, or if anyone can watch it. You know, they can restrict it by geolocation. They can do it by game or... If it's going to go on national TV, they can also broadcast it there. Just, you know, duplicate the stream so that you get more eyes on it. They can do whatever they want, really. No, I mean, they want to avoid the blackout, so. Yeah. I mean, if, they, if they're if they able to set up their own streaming infrastructure, um, they can get the money direct to them. Uh, but maybe they're setting it up with Apple because that two-for-one deal really makes it worth it for most people. No, yeah, I mean... I, from what I've been able to see, it's pretty cool. So, and I think I also saw that um, their like version of NFL Red Zone, which is MLS three hundred and sixty, is going to be free now. So, I think that's just, they're they're just trying to get people to buy to buy the games basically at this point, which I think it's a pretty good deal. Like, you might as well buy the hundred dollar package. So, if that's like the best bet, I guess you can you get out of this deal. But other than that, like, yeah, I do think it's kind of, like, weird that if if it were to go downhill, the ML, that the app, Apple could just be like, all right, we're done. And then what what does the MLS do from there? What I don't think you go back to ESPN. I don't think you go to Fox and be like, hey, can you, you're only doing, like, a few games this season. Can you, like, do all our games? Like, no, like, Fox is already getting capped on because their production value is just bad now. Like, the app. Stu Holden and John John Strong John Strong, who I believe lives in L, lives in LA, Stu Holden lives in Portland. I think I think they might be reversed, but basically they're both on the West Coast. They're covering a West Coast game. For for some reason, Fox sent them out to a studio 
in Florida to broadcast a game. It's ridiculous, man. So, you know, why can if they send them out to Florida, why can't they just do it from home? You just set up a mic studio or whatever at their house. And they can broadcast whatever game they want, whenever they want. You know, it's ridiculous. Why do you send someone out somewhere so far? Um, it's, just, it's ridiculous, man. Fox out studios all over the world. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, they could have done it in L.A. I mean, some people have pointed out on the internet, I'm like, why didn't they just send them there? Like, done like a live broadcast, like a stage and everything. Yeah. Cutting down production, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been wide, widely known that Fox does not do a lot of, has never done a large production on MLS games ever. Like, ESPN equally as well, but they've at least spent a little bit more. Like, ESPN was the only one that ever had um, goalposts, cameras. Like, Danny, do you remember a while back, me and you went to go watch a, a game at one of our local, like, pizza bars around here? And they were using instant replay to see if a goal went over the line. And if that game was not on ESPN, there would have been no other way for the ref to see that goal. Because ESPN was the one doing the goal line camera. Wow, I did not know that. But yeah, I I do remember those those goal cameras. Uh, I did not know that they would not have it. Yeah, it's it's, it's not like a normal regulated thing. Like it's not like an everyday thing. Wow, that's crazy. That should be an everyday recorded and you know, streamed. Because well, it costs a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, MLS and MLS, man. They got money somewhere. They got to put it put it up, you know? No, yeah. yeah. Uh, if it wasn't clear, not sponsored by any of the things Robert had just said. No, yeah, of course we're not sponsored by nobody. But um, speaking of sponsorships and getting money, uh, in regards to Apple deal as well and MLS, um, Apparently, Don Garber also, I believe, in that same interview said they're gonna they're gonna try to pull some strings in regards to getting a one Lionel Messi. Um, they're probably gonna have to uh, hope that Apple money paycheck comes in quick, or whatever, because basically, I think they're gonna try to get that second coming of David Beckham and try to get more eyes in the league. I mean, he he'll be like this will be like Pele coming to the U.S. version two. It's it's fucking messy. That'd be insane. I wonder how big the contract would have to be to even get him here, and what team he would even be able to land in. Well, right now it's rumored it's going to be Miami. Wow. I mean, David Beckham owns Miami, so. I mean, he could see the stars in LA, and just land in LA for whatever other business he's got in the area. You know, the same reason LeBron came to LA. I don't think we, I, I don't think we'd be able to get him. I don't think any any team and even the I don't even think the San Jose Earthquakes be able to. Well, they were never gonna get nobody, but <laughs> um, I don't think either of the two LA teams were able gonna be with the vibe for him. I think it's been a long-standing rumor. Um, it was even like confirmed, fakely confirmed during the World Cup. Like even the Fox broadcast was like, oh yeah, we're hearing that he's signing with Miami. But now news is breaking out that he's not going to re-sign with PSG. So if they have to, they'll, they'll pull some strings. Cause I think the highest paid player in the MLS is like at $10 million? I'm not sure. I have to double check. Highest. Man, $10 million, huh? Paid player in MLS. 
Christian Benteki. Who the hell are you, bro? You're joking. Oh, no, it's Insigne at $14 million for Toronto. Wow, $14 million. Then it's Shakiri for Chicago. Then third, it's Javier Chicharito Hernandez for LA Galaxy. When was his ring? 2022. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, Insigne, because I think he came from, like, oh, where did he come from? Napoli? I think. He's an Italian guy, so. And they also have Bernadeschi. And, yeah, at some point, I think even Gareth Bale was somewhere up there. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it is Bernadeschi. Three million. Because Javier was at six mil. Chikiri was at seven million. I don't know how to say it. Seven million, three hundred and fifty. That's an and, insane number. No, yeah, and that's not that's not even his, that's his base salary. His guaranteed compensation is like eight mil. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like compared to like I don't know how much Messi's getting paid right now, but I think that's like still pennies, huh? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, ho- hopefully they'll pull some strings and see what happens. Could be a crazy, crazy, crazy time. But uh, yeah, um, I think that's everything for the MLS portion of today's show. Dan, do you have anything to add in regards to the MLS? No, I mean these numbers are crazy, but they still dwarf anything that pays out. You know, NFL, NBA, you know those larger oh, no, yeah, watch sports in in the US. Um, but then again, you know what gets the eyes gets the dollars. You know, and the MLS isn't that big in in the US. According to the internet, Messi makes forty one million. USD and that was in based off of his 2022 salary wow and that's crazy because the biggest stars in the NBA per year can make you know no you know that's right about the same no if they're signing a 120 140 million dollar deal over four or five years I think it turns out to be right about the same 30 to 40 million a year I mean Ronaldo got signed to like 200 million so Damn. Over what? Three years? Yeah, three, four years. Wow. That's crazy. That's a crazy number. No, yeah. But yeah, I think that's everything for them. Unless, I mean, I got nothing else. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this week of games. So if you guys are, are excited as me, please let me know down in the in the comments uh, what game you're looking forward to this week and who you thought looked good this week as well. So yeah, thank you. Moving on now in our programming, some NBA news. So Danny... I know you say you weren't able to get to, able to watch a lot of stuff, but I know you have a lot to say. So, Danny, this past week, what is your opinion on whatever happened in the NBA? Go for it. Go. You, you have the floor now. Well, last we talked, Kevin Durant made his debut mm-hmm. on Wednesday of last week mm-hmm. with the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, the standings have shaken up a little bit. There's been... A little bit of controversial news here and there concerning one major player, John Morant, uh, putting a bunch of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, the standings have they've kind of stood the same. Um, I think the biggest thing to cover is that Milwaukee overtook Boston to be the number one team in the league. Um, the Denver Nuggets are still the number one team in the Western Conference. And really not much is shaken up too much standing wise um i guess for our side being la based the la lakers have moved from 13th to 11 
Um, they are tied with one, two, three, four other teams for ninth through thirteenth place. So depending how on how things shake up in the next week or so, the Lakers could be in the plan, and if they do even better, they can secure themselves a playoff spot because they're still only two games away from the Dallas Mavericks, who are the sixth seed. Um, other than that, um, uh, Lillard, Damian Lillard has joined the scoring and the MVP conversation. Um, so the leaders of uh, points per game this season start with Luka Doncic at 33.4, following behind by 0.1 is Joel Embiid at 33.3. Damian Lillard ends up being number three. Um, following his great performances in the last couple of weeks um, with 32.4. Giannis Antetokounmpo comes in at 31.2, and he's tied with SGA, Shai Gilgis Alexander, who also comes in at 31.2. Yeah. What about you, Robert? What's your opinion on Durant's debut and or any other news in the NBA? I mean, I mean in, in regards to Durant, he... Blew everyone's expectations out of the water. I think. Um, I know you, me, and you had like a really good discussion about it last week, because we we weren't sure what was going to happen, because you were saying like, oh well, now he's just running around going to team by team. But um, let me see. Uh, with the sun, with him in the lineup, the Suns. Uh, posted a perfect three and O in the week was Durant fitting seamlessly into the the Suns offense. Uh, I guess he averaged twenty six point seven points on sixty nine percent shooting from the field and fifty four percent from three point range. Uh, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant have a combined uh, for one hundred and eighty eight points in three games together. That is fourth most by a pair of teammates in their first three games together. The only pair of teammates. With three, with more, are Wilt Chamberlain and friends, uh, according to Elias Sports Bureau. Um, yeah, in connection to the John Morant situation, um, with the Grizzlies having a four-game advantage in the loss column, there's a great amount of uncertainty down there in Memphis. The team announced Saturday that All-Star guard John Morant will be away from the team for at least two games. Um, the first was Sunday a loss to the Clippers while the NBA investigates a social media post in which John Morant allegedly, I haven't seen the photo myself, allegedly appeared to be holding a gun allegedly in like a club or something. So um, yeah. some strange activity uh, down there in Memphis. So let's see uh, where the West goes down because where is Memphis is in second currently. Yes, Memphis is currently in second place. Um, they are actually only one game ahead in the last column to the Sacramento Kings. Um, but are you saying my info is wrong? Yes. Um, but but talking a little bit more about um, that John Martin situation, um, a couple of new updates. So, Colorado PD, the local Colorado PD, um, I believe it's Denver PD. Are going to be investigating the situation because in Colorado there is a law where you cannot be in possession of a firearm when ingesting alcohol. So 
this brings up a whole other legal situation where, you know, the NBA previously, I think the last firearm situation was like Gilbert Arenas, where he got a 50-game suspension for bringing firearms into the locker room. So if precedent stands, if John Morant had brought his own firearm onto the plane, into practices and or facility, um, you know, to the game, if it was in the locker room and he just carried it out to the club, it's a minimum 50-game suspension, and that's not going to count any games that uh, that occur in the postseason. And it also makes them ineligible for games in the postseason um, based on uh, the rulings for previously for, like, Aron Artest and um, the Malice and the Palace issue. So this is a huge situation. Um, not even talking about the, the lawsuit or alleged lawsuit with that 17-year-old kid um, and John Morant scuffle and allegedly pulling up a firearm in the summer that's recently come up again. Um, but, you know, he's a young kid. He's only 23. He's been in the league for four years. You know, he he seems to be the new face of Nike, you know, the youngest guy to get his own signature shoe. Uh, you know, I think Powerade did a, or started a campaign with him at the center of it. You know, he really just needs to clean his act up. Um, and I read a, interesting uh little report that said that the night that before they went out to the club they had a player only meeting where steven adams you know the oldest veteran on the club um which is interesting because we say that the oldest oldest veteran um which i believe it is correct me if i'm wrong but he's only 29 years old but he's got 10 years in the league he knows what it is he's a big guy he's a dad you know he they had a player only meeting where he specifically spoke to John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Jared Jackson Jr. to say that, you know, their attitudes need to shift and they need to focus on winning. But, I mean, it seems like it didn't work out because all three of those guys went out to the club anyway and you know, John Morant got into this mess. So we'll see how it turns out for him. You know, hopefully with any setbacks that uh, come out from this, He's still young. He can still recover in the league and still have a career after this. Um, but it's just an unfortunate situation for such a young rising star. No, yeah, I mean he he he's been getting into trouble. I mean, there was already the the scuffle that happened outside the stadium, where apparently there was a almost turned into a gang fight of some sorts that I've allegedly heard from the news sources out there, the very trusty news sources. Oh, you're and, talking you know, about that Pacer situation, huh? Yeah, like, that was weird. It's like, what trouble are you getting yourself into, dude? Like, who are you hanging out with? Like, you play basketball, fool. Like, <laughs> it, it's not like one of those rappers want to be ballers, ballers want to be rappers. Like, you're trying to be gangster. Like, what the hell are you talking about, fool? You play basketball. Yeah, you know what? Jaden Rose had a good little clip um, talking about it. No, he was... Just like Jaw, you know, the guy on the team, Young. And he said that uh, it's a different mentality when you're the guy. You always feel like you're the underdog. You know, you got so much pressure on your shoulders that wherever you go, you want to prove yourself. And it can manifest in that way where someone is trying to talk to you, you know, jawing off or whatnot, uh, pun intended, that you feel like you have to present yourself in a certain way 
or put other people's down in a, a certain way. But really, is it worth it at the end of the day? What is worth it for all these penalties, you know, potentially lost sponsorships or, um, you know, lost deals and whatnot? It's what is worth it? You know, I was talking to a coworker and he said, he brought up an interesting Drake line. He said, he said, I think he said, keep the heat with security, something like that, where, you know, like what need is there for any, any athlete really, who's making a considerable amount of money and whatnot, you know, keep it with security. Really. It's, it's like the only smart thing to do. You know, you, you, you've got the money, you got to pay people to do what it would be perceived as an incident if you were to do it yourself, you know? I mean, well, hopefully the situation turns out well for Jaw, and I think at the minimum, he's gonna get that 50 game suspension so that we won't see him probably until a quarter of the season next year, quarter of the season deep next year. And uh, I hope he's, he's able to turn turn things around. Nah, it's just a, a weird thing because last time I'd heard this guy's a gangster. His real name's Clarence. Yeah, and it's interesting. He's, you know, he didn't grow up in the hood. He didn't grow up in like a, in a tough situation. He got supportive parents, you know. His dad is arguably, you know, as famous as him for being a supportive dad. You know, his mom the same. And, you know, they, they gave everything they could to him, but... You know, sometimes it's the people you surround yourself with. Um, you know, you run with the wrong crew. It kind of pushes your, your mental space into the wrong direction. You know, these things happen. So I think uh, he needs a better support system and, you know, just better people around him, showing him what, you know, the, the do's and do nots, especially in this very precarious situation where, you know, if you can find a mentor that has been in this spot, to really show him how to navigate the pressure and how to be the guy that he can be in the spotlight performing at the level that he has been performing um, this past season. Yeah, so, yeah, good luck to you, Jaw. Good luck to your people, to your family. I mean, hopefully you're able to learn from this situation and uh, move forward. Just to uh, wrap up the John Morant discussion, um, I think we'll see him in the playoffs. I think, yeah, I mean, if if he, I think they're just going to investigate to see if he had it with him, how long he had that weapon with him. And then if he just had it in the club, then all right, well, he'll, he'll have to just face the trouble with, uh, we said it was in Denver, Denver law enforcement. It will go as far as that at least, and then the NBA will decide what to do with him there. But I think we'll see him in the playoffs for sure. I don't know in what capacity or how long, but... Yeah, it's going to be a a dicey road for him. So hopefully he gets the help he needs. Yeah, but real quick, I don't think he's going to get into the playoffs. I think the NBA has to use him as an example. He's the youngest guy. And people who follow him, because this is self-inflicted too. It was on his own Instagram that this alleged firearm was shown and depicted. You know, like you, he had to have, bought a firearm either in Denver, which is unlikely based on, you know, the waiting cooldown periods of buying firearms in Denver. They, they weren't there long enough. So he had to have 
gotten it from somebody or transported it himself. And the NBA, I think, is investigating to see whether he brought it onto or into the training facility, onto the private plane that they used to travel with, and who had access to it at the time to see if, you know, someone from outside the organizations was able to hand him a firearm either in the facility or right outside. You know, I, th I think this is a, a bigger deal than the NBA wants it to be. You know, because if this happened, you know, 10 years ago, TMZ might have reported on it and then this would have disappeared. But because he put it on IG and social media is the way it is now, you know, unfortunately, the NBA has to respond and use precedent. So I, I think minimum he gets that 15 year suspension. He's going to be disqualified from playing in the playoffs. And then we'll see what else, you know, maybe they attach some like community service or, you know, he has to take some classes or whatnot, um, similar to what Kyrie had, had to go through, get approval from, you know, the Memphis owners and the front office before he's able to return to the court. We'll see. That's going to be interesting to see how the league handles this. But um, moving on from that now uh, to a guy that knows about winning. And you already mentioned his name, Damian Lillard, as in a, a good spot to finally get his, his rightful recognition, in my opinion. Uh, cracking into the top three of the scoring leaders with a Joel Embiid and a Luka Doncic, right? Is that how you say? Yeah, looking up, Luka Doncic, yep. Uh, entering week 21, Luka Doncic, uh, 33.4% field goal, field goal, right? Uh, leading last year's scoring challenge, Joel Embiid, uh, by less than half a point per game, uh, as the chart, as the charts that I've been looking at, uh, these two have been going back and forth, basically, at the top of the leaders in the last 25 games, however, beginning, uh, January 8th at Toronto. Damian Lillard has averaged a league-best 38.1 points per game, followed by Embiid at 32.4 and Doncic at 32.1. During this 25-game run, Lillard has just um, five games below 30 points and none below 24. He has 11 games with at least 40 points, including a 50-point game, 50 game, a 60-point game, and his 71-point game from February, 20, February 26th against Houston. Can he claim his first scoring title in his 11th NBA season? Uh, what do you think? Do you think he'll make it, Danny? I don't know. It, I think it really depends on how, for this season in particular, how Luka and Kyrie really mesh. Um, they had one great game where they scored you know, 80 between them. Um, I think it was 88 between them. Um, Embiid has just been putting up incredible numbers. Um, I think he had 42 tonight or 38. Um, you know, and this is with the same supporting cast. He's at James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris. You know, everyone knows their role in Philly, and they all perform well with or without Embiid. You know, when he's in the game, he knows how to get to his spots. He knows how to score. Um, but you're right, Dame is also... A shooter and he's really performing the best that he's been I think in, in his career since like his rookie season um, so I mean we'll see if Dame if it's Dame time if Dame time is anytime it's right now he really does need to bring it on um, 
because even with this scoring record and um this points per game record in the season he's not in the MVP conversations really it's still you know Luka Embiid Giannis you know Shea still you know because they're, they're putting up things other than points they got rebounds assists you know not to say Dame doesn't have assists but you know everyone else has better better stat lines really um and to make everything worse he's not on a winning team right now um you know the Mavs aren't doing great but there's they succeed uh, Milwaukee is the number one team in the league right now and Embiid is on the th the third best team in the east so he's not doing himself any favors by not going all out you know he really has to pump those numbers up to be in the MVP conversation um and doing that will get him that scoring title for sure I'm gonna say Lillard's gonna get it I think he he just wants to win where the let me see where you guys at um Portland is in 10 12th currently they get it, they're right behind the Oklahoma City Thunder I mean if somehow some way that the team itself starts to turn it around he'll get it for sure they'll start giving him the rock when he needs it he'll start just being not scoring big every time he's not gonna get 71 every night but at least getting those 25 those 30 point games a night like he'll he'll slowly but surely get there like I said it's just being consistent I feel like he's been the most consistent for the past couple of years he just hasn't have had support you know people getting 15 plus points a night like if, if he had anything like that that would help them win but in regards to just the scoring title, I think he'll get it because he likes putting up big numbers. Embiid, like how you said, he, he, he's putting in a, a lot of hard work. But that's only because he's got to put more to hard work. He basically has to out-hustle every single person just to get to that winning point. So, I mean, Donkic is good, but I don't know. It's going to be a long shot for him, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, Donkic has set out a handful of games. Uh, but, and... Sorry. And Dame has really shot off the lights the past couple of games. Um, he had that 40-point game when he was doing it with DeJounte Murray um, in the Hawks a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I don't think it's time for him to stop. Uh, the Lasers will be playing tomorrow, I believe. What game is that? What game uh, Against Boston. Game? Against Boston? Yeah, so that'll be Wednesday, March 8th against Boston. At a 7:30 Eastern, um, and that's that's a tough game. That's a game that really tests more the composition of the the team rather than the player. So if Dame is able to play well away in TD Garden, I think it will really show who he is as an individual player. And if they're able to pull a win over Boston, you know it really shows where that Portland team is um, standing wise, and. Uh, show everyone that they're really a contender even though right now they're sitting at 12th place you said right yeah. okay all right all right i'll see you yeah i mean we'll see how it runs moving on here um very quickly i wrote down okay, i've been seeing a lot of rumblings of the new york knicks and like i said you know a little more about basketball than me but uh are the knicks for real i mean they're a hot team right now uh julius Randle has been really just Shooting the lights out for for the Knicks, 
Uh, unfortunately, Jaden Brunson's injured right now for for that team, but RJ Barrett has really stepped into that role um, to fill the the hole that Brunson has left. And another player, Emmanuel Quickney, has really stepped into another scoring role where, you know, at times he can be a little inconsistent. Um, he's really stepped up and provided a lot of um, production for for the Knicks. Additionally, Josh Hart, who was acquired in the, the trade with Portland um, for Cam Reddish, all of a sudden, who they had to beg to shoot a three in Portland, has really been shooting the night. So I think he's shooting like 60% or something like that um, for the Knicks. Um, yeah, um, I think the Knicks are a great hot team right now. But, I mean, we have to see in the playoffs the the pacing changes. You know, you have to duel back and forth. We'll see how they, they turn out. You know, I think they're solidly in the fifth seed currently in the East. Yeah, they're two games above the Nets and uh, two games below the Cavs. Um, so they're solidly in the, the fifth seed. I mean, I say solidly. There's only two games in between them. But, you know, these hot teams, I mean, even Sacramento in the West, you know, they're a great team. They're a great fourth quarter team. But when that pacing changes... You know, it really shows which teams can make it a good drive and which teams are really contenders. Alrighty. Um, with that, I'm just going to run through some games for this week. Uh, nationally televised spotlight. Uh, we got on Thursday, Golden State at Memphis, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on TNT. Saturday, Golden State at Milwaukee, 8.30 p.m. on ABC. Uh, and then on Sunday, we got New York at the Los Angeles Lakers at 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, so make sure you go catch that. If you're lucky enough to have NBA League Pass, uh, you catch uh, Portland at Boston, 7.30 p.m. Uh, Saturday, we got Sacramento at Phoenix, 9 p.m. Eastern on League Pass. And then wrapping it up on Sunday on League Pass, we got Brooklyn at Denver, 3.30 p.m. Eastern on the League Pass. But uh, yeah, Dan, do you have anything else to add on in regards to the NBA? Yeah, if you, you guys are fortunate enough to have League Pass, Sacramento is a really fun team to watch, and I think that Sacramento-Phoenix game will be really fun to watch. Um, you'll be able to see KD, you know, D-Book, Chris Paul, and a really young Kings team that's very, very exciting to watch. They're the number one offense in the NBA still. Um, yeah, I mean, that'll be a great test for the Kings as well to play with a team that has contending players and has a new composition with the... An all-time scorer. Yes, yes. That wraps up our NBA news for this week. Uh, moving forward, we're going to go into the warm-up, Danny. And for this week's warm-up topic, there was rumblings a little bit, a stumbling of one Tom Brady looking to unretire once again and return to the NFL. So there was... Let me see. What was the show? Rich Eisen show, uh, he was hearing uh, reports that supposedly scouts from the combine were hearing mumbles and rumors that Mr. Brady would be willing to come back and play for a little bit longer. And one of his sights was to go down to Miami Beach and play with the Dolphins. In which he quickly went onto Twitter and said, and I quote, 
anyone who thinks I have time to come back to the NFL has never adopted a two-month-old kitten for their daughter. End quote. So, I think you could say he quickly shut that down. Um, but just due to the fact that supposedly, allegedly, NFL scouts were saying these things, I think it'd be ridiculous that such a rumor would exist because why would why would he do that why why would in his right mind would he retire then unretire then spend what three years in Tampa Bay I mean yeah they won but then unretire like why ain't you just go to Miami then like that makes no sense yeah I think he in hindsight regrets not fading into glory after that one win um with Tampa um because I think he re-signed after that year yes you know if he if he faded into glory I think the discussion I mean well he still is the GOAT quarterback I, I don't think there's any debate about that um you know the most winningest quarterback in NFL history um but you know I can see how it puts a lot of strain on up there I mean you see Aaron Rodgers you know doing it for as long as he has it's just it's a lot to continue to go and seek you know championship runs and whatnot yeah i think he's content you know taking care of his you know two-month-old kitten i mean it's it's for his family it's for his daughter so yeah i mean yeah he's trying to supposedly allegedly focusing on other things now in his life but for such a rumor to arise, I think it is ridiculous. Like, I don't get it. It makes no sense. I mean, he was kind of forced to retire the first time because I think he said he felt like people were just, like, nudging him. Like, well, is this it or what? And he's like, well, I don't know. And then people got wind that he was gonna, I think what happened was the first time he was going to retire. And then he told somebody. And then that somebody told somebody. And then that somebody told somebody. And it just spiraled out of control to the point where he's like, well, I, I might as well retire. And that's what happened. He even said, he's like, yeah, I kind of just did it just because everyone was telling me to do it. And everyone thought I was going to do it. So I just did it. And I was like, wait, nah, I should actually just play a little bit more because I, I feel like I could do it. But then look what happened. Kind of had some family issues. And like I said, yeah, he didn't fade into glory. I mean, yeah, he's, he's probably arguably one of the best quarterbacks of all time. But, I mean, why would you come back again? Like, for example... People that have done that in the past rarely, rarely find success. I mean, he was lucky enough to do it. He was able to get his good old friend Rob Gronkowski to unretire. Wow, ain't that a shocker? Yeah. But um, yeah, like you you wouldn't expect him to do that now, considering he he even actually went on social media and said, "Yeah, I'm done this time for real." So it'd be like, well, you're, you're, now I don't know what to believe. Like, I don't want to believe you. Like, I don't want to believe it. Like, I I wouldn't be surprised if, like, in the next two months, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm back. And he's playing in Miami. So those scouts weren't lying. Like, this is not bullshit. Yeah, you know what? Thinking about it again, I think the initial retirement was to pull some pressure off of deflate gate and, you know, all that controversy around him. And the cheating and whatnot, and switching out of balls and whatnot. But yeah, I think you're you're right. I don't know, you know that the rumor mill is always gonna punch out what gets the headlines going. 
And it's always retirement, unretirement, whatnot, especially around Tom Brady. So, I mean, you know, he's gonna do what's best for him or what you know, what he thinks is best for him. I think he I think he's got a career in, you know, celebrity golf. So he's it seems like he's a great golfer and you know, I think he he's got a business on you know, he's got his own businesses and whatnot, but you know, as an entertainer, as a golfer, as a commentator, you know, I think he can do a lot. So I don't think he has any reason to go back to the NFL potentially get hurt. Um, yeah, I I think it might just be too much strain for him. But I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, the man's already forty years old. I don't I don't know who I should look this up. But I don't know who's the oldest current player right now. I I don't think it's anything past forty five, maybe, because I mean. It's not like in other sports where he just keep playing because you you can pick up knocks, you get nicked, and it's like okay, well now I gotta actually really be careful with my body and hope that it all ends well. What what you find for me, Danny? Yeah. So after a quick Google search, it's Tom Brady. He's forty five. Look, see, I told you. So I highly doubt he'd be able to make it to fifty because he'd have to be wearing a lot of pads. <laughs> Um, the O-line would have to be really good. I mean, if you were to go to Miami, I think they've... Okay, actually, no, I was about to say they've done a decent job, but technically speaking, Tua has had a, a rough a rough time there considering they had the uh, mis, uh, misdiagnosis of his concussion, leading him to get more injured. Um, <laughs> it might not be a, a good move in my opinion. I was going to say the Saints need a quarterback, but uh, they just recently signed uh, somebody, which I'll get into later on in the, the rundown. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it'd be foolish for him to come back. I mean, if you're going to say I'm done, then just say you're done. Because I think, yeah, like that first time wasn't really him saying it. It was like everybody else was saying it for him. And he just happened to be like, all right, yeah, I'm done. But this time, oh, he was on. Have you seen the video? He's on like a beach and he's like, yeah, I'm done, guys. No, I haven't <laughs> seen that video. But. No, I think you're right. You know, it seems like this time it's it's him not just saying he's done. It's saying like I'm tired. Like this is it. You know, I've had enough. Really. Yeah, I think he um probably wants to focus like spending time with his family, which is respectable. I don't see uh, an issue with it. But yeah, I think it'd be just really goofy for him to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm coming back now." Like what? Like you just left, bro the hell are you doing like i'd be fairly disappointed if he were to do that yeah the optics would be, be pretty bad no yeah because then no one i mean what the, the one guy that there's only the only one person i can remember that unretired to win a lot to actually be significant and you everyone might know him number 23 mg michael yeah. jordan for the chicago bulls Winning it six times to go play another sport and then come back like like I I highly doubt you're ever gonna see it again. Cause I'm trying to think like who unretired and found success. Like one Landon Donovan has done that. He, unre- he retired from U.S. Men's National Team. Then he retired from the LA Galaxy. Then unretired in 2016, and then retired and then found himself playing in like I think in like the indoor soccer leagues like arena league and then i think he ended up in leon and liga mix 
to a tremendous support, surprisingly. And yeah, um, I'm trying to think who unretired and found success. Yeah, other than MJ, I can't think of anyone else um, in yeah. sports history who's unretired and found that much success. Yeah, it's not it's not coming to me. Dang it. Well, tune in next week and we'll try to figure it out. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, do I think he's gonna do it? No. Like I said, I think it'd be really dumb. Uh, it wouldn't make make no sense at all. So, best of luck to Mr. Brady and his future endeavors, and hopefully that kitten lives a long and tremendous life. Yeah, all nine lives. <laughs> Well, unless uh, Brady's throwing footballs at him. Let's say he only has like six left. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But uh, yeah, I think that wraps up this week's warm-up topic. Do you have anything else to add in regards to what was it or no? Nope, the same sentiments. You know, Good luck to you and your future endeavors, Mr. Brady. And I uh, hope you enjoy that time with your family. Well, all right then. Um, I think that brings us to the rundown, Danny. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. So, for this week's rundown, wait, let me, let me move my laptop here. Let me see, let me get a little more adjusted. Hold on one second, guys. Hold on. Du, 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 du. This is what you do when you need to stall. You start, start doing noises. Du, 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 du. You start singing. I don't know. Um, in the rundown, we got some NW, NW, NWSL news. Not that it's too big, but... uh. Coming this week, March 15th, the NWSL will be featured in the one, the only, FIFA 23. Uh, which is cool because I think the women's game should be featured more in video games. I mean, it's televised around the world now. Uh, a lot of big clubs are starting to show it. Um, I know, I guess you could say women's international soccer is a little bit more popular than league play. Like I said, it still needs a, a lot of work. In regards to its popularity, its uh, societal impact. But uh, yeah, this is a, a pretty big stepping stone in regards to um, the girls' game. So yeah, shout out to FIFA for putting uh, the NWSO in there, which I thought they would have done a while ago. But uh, nah, I mean, I mean, better late than never. So yeah, what do you think, Danny? Yeah, I think uh, 2K that um, NBA had done it. A couple years ago, um, with only a handful of players, so I'm glad to see that you know women's sports are being highlighted in every facet. You know, like really, what are you gonna lose by putting you know women professional women's teams into those games? You you're only gonna get more exposure both ways, and you know just improve the the morale between both men's and women's sports. So, you know, it's great to see. No, yeah, shout out to FIFA. Um, moving on, uh, so a little bit more soccer. Uh, the CONCACAF Champions League has started. I'm just going to read you uh, some of the teams in regards to the MLS that are competing currently. Um, we got uh, Austin FC going up against Vi- Violet uh, from, I think, Dominican Republic. Uh, Philadelphia Union squaring off against Alizana FC. Uh, Tigres is going up against Orlando City. Vancouver has Real España. And then LAFC is going up against Ahuense from, I think, Costa Rica. 
So uh, yeah, good luck to uh, the MLS clubs in this year's CONCACAF Champions League. Uh, that competition has started this week as well, so go check that out. Uh, we are in from world football to tackle football. Uh, the USFL is less than 40 days from kickoff. So we'll try to keep you as updated as possible. Like I said, um, not as high quality of a game in regards to the NFL, but uh, we'll try to keep you, uh, give you some insights on the USFL as best as possible. Daniel, what are you laughing about? No, I'm just laughing that you said not as high quality. Uh, but right now we got the XFL going on too. I'm just thinking about the quality difference between NFL, XFL. And then what that USFL will look like. Yeah. I was laughing about it, don't worry. Anyways, I'm just speaking truthfully. Um, some And some NASCAR news. I know we had some NASCAR talk last week because Danny didn't know what the trophy looked like. Um, William Byron wins the Penzoil 400 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Um... He came out with a big ass hat out of his car when he, he had a hat in his car. I guess so. I guess what that was for if he won. Wow. You know what I'm talking about? Like those big oversized hat. Oh, like a giant cowboy hat. Nah, it wasn't a cowboy hat. It was like a like a snapback. Oh, okay. Oh, but it was like know. oversized. Like you know what I'm talking about? I'm looking it up. All right, right now. Dan- Danny will look look it up right now. But William Byron, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Have you found it yet? Coming up. Oh, yeah. It's just like a... It's literally like an oversized foam snapback hat. And it says... What does it say? Raptor on it? I think so. Yeah. Is that a sponsored tip team? I have no idea. Raptor. Well, not sponsored. Um, Well, we're not sponsored. Apparently, he is. Yeah, it's literally... It's just a giant snapback fitted hat. Um... You, know, you you find it in lids. It's a black hat, and it's it's just like a novelty foam hat um, that I think it, you'd get when you want a sweepstakes in like a stadium or something. Yeah, I don't know. He just literally popped out of the car in the winner's circle. But a uh, shout out to him. Uh, good good win for him. Uh, the next race in the NASCAR Cup Series will be Sunday, March twelfth. In Phoenix, at our at Phoenix Raceway, for the United Rentals Work. Wait, what? United Rentals Work United, five hundred at three p.m. Eastern, which I believe you can find on Fox. But does that, does that does that name not sound right to you, Danny? Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, and then. To top it all off, we do have a little bit more pigskin news with the NFL, which I'm going to run through semi-quickly. Geno Smith has re-signed with the Seattle Seahawks, which I'm not surprised because he, I would say he was comeback player of the year in my opinion, and he played pretty well. So hopefully uh, Pete Carroll up there in Seattle can, uh, how would you say, uh, reconfigure, restructure anything that they could fixed last season and fix it this year so hopefully they turn it around uh the ravens have placed the non-exclusive franchise tag on lamar jackson which is basically they're giving him the option to pick up that franchise tag 
a mist he goes and discusses with other teams, which is interesting, which I've only ever seen a normal franchise tag, which is basically, you know, you're ours and nobody else's. So it's going to be interesting to see what Lamar Jackson do does with that. And the shocker, which I teased earlier, was Derek Carr is no longer a Las Vegas Raider. He is now a New Orleans Saints. Wow. He has signed a four-year deal with the Saints. And this will be the second team he will be with in his NFL career. So, um, as someone that likes the Saints, it's, good. it's an inter- interesting pickup. But uh, one that hopefully will help turn the team around. Because once we lost Breeze and we kind of lost... Um, dang it, I'm forgetting his name. Um, basically, we don't have a quarterback. <laughs> Um, we, we do need a quarterback. We need some, we need a commander right now and hopefully he can help turn it around. I don't know if he's going to be the guy necessarily to do that. I mean, he's been somewhat inconsistent, uh, but also I think the Raiders were all, all just an up and down team. The Saints are somewhat on the same track, but maybe this next up and coming season, they've figured it out and it'll be better. But uh, yeah, fingers crossed that, uh, Derek Carr does find success down and they're in the big easy. But, uh, yeah, uh, Danny, do you have anything to add in regards to uh, the rundown of anything we've said today? No. <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, do you have anything to add overall? Overall, no. I will be watching MLS. I will watch. I need to highlight. Um, I will definitely keep up with the NBA. You already know. I want to add that I currently in our fantasy league, I am number two and we're entering the playoffs in our fantasy league um so hopefully i'm able to make a run and i'll let you guys know if i win lose or what place i end up being um but other than that thank you guys for listening to the revenue runoff if you guys are listening on youtube please hit the like subscribe and the notification bell if you're listening on spotify give us a follow don't forget to rate us five stars please i know they don't have a text function on spotify but please rate us five stars if you like it yeah, thank you, thank you very much. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Anchor, Anchor, you know, rate us, review us. Please leave something uh, in the comments specifically for um, Anchor, Stitcher, and App- Apple Podcasts um, because it really does help us out. And if you guys want to find more of us, you can find us at Twitter, um, on Twitter, I mean, at Rambling Runoff, and on Instagram, at Rambling Runoff. And sometimes on TikTok, um, and all that social media and stuff is run by your surety, Robert Rios. So hats off to him. Um, please leave your comments about anything and everything that we've discussed today. MLS, NBA, NFL, Tom Brady retirement. Um, yeah. hey, you got anything to add, Robert? I didn't know you were going to do the, the outro, but uh, yeah, whatever Danny just said, go and do that. But uh, if we're, if we're gonna, done, yeah, um, thank you for listening to Rambling Runoff. I've been your host, Robert Reels, for Danny Tan as well. Peace out. See ya. Peace.